Hey guys, Eric Bischoff here, and just want to call a quick time out. I want to tell your listeners about what I've been telling everybody at over at 83 Weeks for quite a while now, about all the cool things that are happening over at adfreeshows.com. Looking for classic Royal Rumble content? Adfree Shows has you covered. First up, honorary DX member Kurt Angle watches back his favorite match of all time against Chris Benoit at Royal Rumble 2003 wasn't real smooth this was a choppy match it was like we were working for moves we were working for holds it wasn't like it, it was really a clean match but that's what made it so good it was ugly and it was choppy and and you know it wasn't like a a smooth move that you do all you know nice and clean all the way through or a smooth spot this match was like gritty and that's what yes. i love most about it it was more of a fight than it was a wrestling match for the first time ever, JR watches back the final WWF pay-per-view before he joined the company, the 1993 Royal Rumble, which featured many Hall of Famers and, well, Virgil. All right, next up, we got the man, the myth, the legend, JR, one and only Virgil. There he comes. The meat sauce, the lonely uh, autograph table, the whole deal. That's him. Virgil's not known for many things. One of them, though, is his penis. Allegedly. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be this Royal Rumble experience, but <laughs> I could be wrong. If you're looking for interactive experiences, Ad-Free Show's members joined Hacksaw Jim Duggan Live, 35 years to the day of his historic win at the very first Royal Rumble. In wrestling, as going way back as a kid, I live in upstate New York, up by Vermont. My dad would bring me and my sisters to Madison Square Garden to watch uh, the circus. So I can only imagine uh, bring my dad, who was my best man, to pull up in front of Madison Square Garden and see Hacksaw Duggan versus Andre the Giant. That's just a small taste of what we've got waiting for you with four levels to choose from. See for yourself why ad-free shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. so cool wasn't it like that guitar riff even the it was just and you get exactly how it sounds in my it's head too. <laughs> that's how it sounds in my head too uh but of course i was extremely high you um, say you sounded like when my dogs jump on the bed <laughs> How big's your dog? 80 pounds. Yeah, sometimes you just hear, ooh. Yeah, no, that's right. I'm taking a nap. 
But hey, I'm a dog person too. Every now and then, you're gonna get stepped. You get the yam bag stepped on. It's just gonna if you when you just so you know when you get grandkids that happens as well. Uh, And by then you're older, so they're anyway. um, Large target. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. How about the goats? You ever got hit by the goat? Oh man, no! I've been my, my stepped on my toes though. Oh. Dang, they will. When I go in with a bucket, they'll try to stick their head in the bucket. They won't wait for you to pour it in the <laughs> in the bowl. They want to get the out, straight out of the tap, you know. And so when when they do that, they'll jump up and I'll move the bucket, and their feet will land right on my toe every time. It hurts <laughs> like crap. Uh, but they're so cute, I can't get mad at them. All right, dog. We got a fun one today. We love interacting with all our, you know. Some people call them the skanks. skanks. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we are going to interact with them all uh, all night long here on the pod. We've got some fun questions. Also, we've got a couple segments we're going to throw in there. We're going to try. We're going to see what sticks. We're going to have some fun starting off. I love it. You know I love hitting you with a would you rather every now and then, dog. Dog. Would you rather? Have to announce to everyone around you whenever you have to fart or pee your pants daily. <laughs> but I wait. Would I, so I have to do? Or I'd rather do one of those. Fun you have mounts? to do one. You have to either. Well, so I'm gonna, every time you. Every time I'm kind of not not. It isn't. It's not fun to play with me because okay. I do both of those things already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 53 years old, and I, so I'm already. And I don't even know the word, but it's like incontinent or something. You've like got that. a child, so I know that loosens <laughs> loosens everything up. Yeah, so so I yeah I do pee my pants probably de- on the daily, but if you say on the daily, it makes it sound cooler. And uh, yeah, I usually do go, hey guys, I gotta, <laughs> or I just anyway. You just went flopping down. Farted. I just farted. Usually right I now? say that. <laughs> well, not right now, but have you ever let one go during the pod? Oh yeah, a hundred times. <laughs> A hundred times. I've peed my pants more than that. Tom's like, I've never not farted during a podcast. I can't believe you guys haven't heard one. Go back through the audio <laughs> and, you, and you see cut to you and the, and the D'Angelo twins. <laughs> they're not even twins. Uh, go, they are. They're in my head they are, yeah. Yeah. But so the, y'all are going through the audio like on a ghost hunter show where you go, I think we got something. I think we got something. <laughs> You go back and it's just me making a D joke, but you hear a fart underneath. <laughs> Is that white noise? No, brown noise. Clear brown, no, brown noise. noise. Brown noise. Brown noise. <laughs> Thankfully, it's not pink noise. We're hey, good. do you remember the time CM Punk pooped in the ring? And uh, I think he was working with uh, Dean Ambrose at the time, uh, Moxley. And I think he was. And CM Punk pooped in the middle of the ring, and it was what on. T- it was on TV. Uh, well, I don't know what happened, but poop came out of him, and it got <laughs> on the. It got on the apron, and the, I mean, you could see it, and it became a thing. And like they would wrestle, oh, no. and it was almost as if they were wrestling back towards it, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> they would go away from it. And uh, and that's a. I don't know when that is, but I guarantee you, you could find the date and video of that if you looked. Uh, but that's he's saying he ain't the first guy. <laughs> he ain't the first guy to do that. Uh, 
Did you ever hear about Sid pooping his pants? WrestleMania 13. I, I, I did not. I actually read that on the sidebar uh, on the Judge Ito chat. Uh, but but I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't hear about that. I've seen Lawler do it before. I've done it before. Um, in Disney when in 94, probably when I first started, I had dark red trunks on, thank God. Uh, but you could still see, uh, what, uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Let's change the subject. What are we, we got off to the wrong story <laughs> and that's on me. I apologize. Right, let's get into this. Ask dog anything. So we got the questions. Ooh. I'm going to be honest. I apologize to whoever it was. They hit us on uh, ad-free shows, and somehow the name didn't translate. But I want to get their question in because, dog, if somebody might have seen our YouTube exclusive, uh, they could have seen uh, us recapping a little bit of your Raw 30 experience. Uh, okay. Uh, and they wanted to get a question in, so I wanted to make sure I got it in. And, of course, I flubbed it. So I apologize to whoever it is. But they said, Road Dog. How did Imperium react to the creative between DX themselves, Seth, and the Street Profits? Somehow, I doubt it was met with not nearly as much devastation <laughs> as some other people felt in a similar situation. Uh, we well, talked about it on the exclusive. Yeah. Uh, he popped. Gunther popped yeah, he a little popped. bit. But, but, but in, in, their, in, in defense of, of who, who we were vaguely referencing there, <laughs> we were not so vaguely referencing there. Look, Imperium didn't have to take everybody's finish. And, and I'm not I'm not saying uh, what was said was right, but the, the, I think it is apples and oranges in the comparison. Right. Um, but but having said that, they loved it. They loved. They knew they were going to have a great six man right after that. And, and look, I think the I think uh, uh, FTR who whatever whatever they're called today, um, the revival. Yeah. yeah, the revival. I think they would be. Uh, they would be happy as pigs in poop too, if that's the way it would have all ended, you know, five years ago or whenever that happened. Um, so, so apples and oranges with that comparison, but, but they loved it, man. He, he loved it. Look, we did talk about it on the, on the YTX dog. I we keep did, it, the it, YT- it starts, it starts right here, Cassia. I need you to help me with this branding. The hashtag YTX. YouTube exclusive. Yes. Uh, while I'm here and we mentioned the Imperium, I'm just going to ask a selfish question. I got to see uh, Kaiser live at the at the uh, show here in oh, Huntsville yeah. and saw yeah. him be a perfect heel to the crowd, and the, everybody eats him up and hates yeah. him. Uh, and then, man, he knows how to handle himself in the ring. Just watching that match. Yeah. Talk, what, I, so which one is Kaiser? He's the, the smaller one, not the one that looks kind of like Dax. He's the leaner. Uh Oh cuts. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. His father, uh, I can't think of his father's name. Uh, wrestler, uh, German wrestler, I believe. Oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, Man, I'm pretty. I'm, I may be wrong about that. I may have made that up. <laughs> I may have just made that up, and I'm totally okay with you it. You just if gave I him a lineage. I just totally have. gave him some lineage, and then there's a legacy in Germany. You guys don't know about it over here domestically, but <laughs> over there, whoo, there's, look, so, <laughs> look, I don't appreciate you guys writing legitimately funny things in the judge <laughs> sidebar that I'm not allowed to say out loud <laughs> or that I am allowed to say it. I just don't want to. Um, but, but, but I appreciate your comedy. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Cassio? Kaiser. Ludwig yes. Kaiser. Hey, such a strong, so strong. 
Uh, no, no, no. That's the other one. I apologize. This kid looks the part. His head is always up. He's always looking down at you. Yeah. Even his hair wafting over to the side uh. irritates me. Um, but man, what a what a work ethic. What a um, drive. And he's always trying to get better. Those two were always trying to get better. It's almost like they live the Matt is sacred deal. You know what I mean? Like it's almost, they work that hard, like that, that it may be for real sacred in their heads. You know what I mean? In their yeah. hearts. And that's where you're supposed to be at that point. Yeah. hundred percent, a hundred percent. I know I was, well, when I was at their point in my career, I was like trying to do as much cocaine as possible. Um, <laughs> I would, I would probably advise against that from a, uh, from an elder, uh, elder wrestler and an executive in the company. I would advise against that. I think it's frowned upon. I'm new back to, with the company, but I still think they frown upon that. So Kaiser cut the crap. Well, now's a, uh, <laughs> now's a perfect time to get to our next fan question. Zola Lopez <laughs> ask dog, what's been the key to your recovery? <laughs> You know, for when you were doing as much blood as possible. As much as I possibly could. Now, well, I, look, the truth of the the truth of the matter is, and and this is going to be uh, long winded, and it's not going to be funny, but it's going to be very important. The truth. That's why of the I wanted to get to it first, so we yeah. can address <laughs> yeah, the truth, it and be serious. The truth of the matter is, it's God, and that's uh, I know a lot of the fancies today say the higher power or whatever, and and but look, I, my higher power is called God. It's today I live in a way where I try to I try to react and talk to people and conduct myself in a way that at the end of the night, if I died and had to go to heaven and today counted on whether I got in or not, I, I want to be able to get in. I want him to say, you did good, kid. You know what I mean? And and so I, I don't know. It's it's to me, you you have to find something that's more powerful powerful than yourself. And in that very step. If we're talking about steps in that very step, you are uh, finding humility. You are you are becoming more humble because I ain't this. You know there is a God and I ain't Him. There is a center of the universe and it ain't me. And for a long time, I thought it was, and I, and I still to this day because I'm, you know, uh, I'm Eddie Guerrero. I'm a liar, a cheater, and a thief. And 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 I don't think he came by those three by accident either. If anybody's been in the program or in a recovery program. But that's what I was, and that's and that's how I that's who I am. That's why I always say first thought wrong. I, I at my nature, I'm a sinner, and I'm gonna do wrong. And so I gotta I gotta step back, and I gotta think. Okay, who who's watching you now? Who's in you know who's in charge? And I, I gotta I gotta say that my higher power is the key to my because sometimes there's nobody around to help you. And look, I, I'll say. Plan B uh, is is not. You shouldn't take a Plan B pill. I don't think for this. Um, I think this is just sobriety we're talking about. But but I do think. Uh, God darn it! I knew I was going to do that too. Um, tell a joke and then lose my way. Plan B. I want to try to get. Yeah, plan, plan B would be people around me. Uh, uh, you keep things inside of you, and they fester, and they become a bigger problem inside your head than they really are. So, talking to people, but also that I talk to God, and I believe God works through people. And so, yeah, you know, it's higher power and communication, I guess, with with, with everyone around me and that higher power that I was talking about. All right. Well, in typical fan fashion, let's go to the next one: the Bruisers Podcast, dog. <laughs> What was the oddest thing you smoked weed out of? <laughs> Mine was an apple. 
Uh, and thankfully, our producer says put a wiki grab oh. on. Oh, there's on. a. Well, that's lovely. Did you use knife, spoon, or I, pencil? No, that knife is terrifying. It looks like Michael Myers is making this thing. Yeah, that's that's aggressive. And the pencil, like, is, is Michael Myers and the Booker working on this together? <laughs> and then there's a spoon. I have cooked stuff on that spoon before. Right. Um, Look at that spoon. It's even got a pipe in the handle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's about... not for smoking weed, guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a, that's a murder kit. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, it's just an apple to an apple a day, you know. That's what you uh, get off a shake down in a jail. They, they shake them down yeah, and yeah. get that out of their cells. Well, I tell you what, if they pull that knife out of your, your, uh, prison wallet you're gonna have you're gonna have trouble this evening after chow um (laughs) so what were we talking about no oddest thing an apple and i was gonna say the same thing and that's uh it's a long story tna ron the truth killings we checked in at the double tree we got chocolate chip cookies and there just happened to be some pretty green Granny Smith apples in a basket. And so we, <laughs> we, we broke down the pin that we checked in with and to rip the thing out of it, did the old deal in the apple. And, and, uh, that was the way we, that was the way the old cookie crumbled that night. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't think, you know, obviously it's not that strange. Like yeah, <laughs> the guy, the guy admitted the same thing. <laughs> right. Uh, our buddy Coach Rosie hit us up at Ad Free Shows. He said, uh, Road Dog, I've come to learn about finishing the crucible and basic training for a Marine. Ooh. What are your memories in finishing what I think is the toughest manhood test in the world today? So I'm going to be honest with you. The crucible uh, was was extremely difficult, but I had done things up until that point that were more difficult. And so, okay. so it was... Look, and this was this was back when in the transitional period between the Marine Corps being the Marine Corps and the Marine Corps being uh, moms against Marines and all this stuff. You know what I mean? So, so it's it's uh, leveled out a great a great deal. It, it was I want to say it was a little more uh, aggressive back in the back in the day, um, but yeah. So it, it's look boot camp itself. I, I'm a firm believer. Everybody should go through Marine Corps boot camp just to see how long you can you can survive. You know what I mean? Like adversity builds character, and and believe you me, uh, it is thirteen weeks of adversity. <laughs> so, <laughs> so 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 uh, I would love for everybody to do two years. Uh, I know that sounds like North Korea, but well, I, I look young. A lot of young kids, myself being my only point of reference and well, my other kids, but they're normal. My, my children, my children, thank God, are like their mother. Like I, I needed that. I, I was not ready to go out in the world as an 18 year old kid. I needed somebody to teach me the ropes and then teach me the ropes. I mean, tell me what to do and yell it at me. Uh, so it did me a ton of good to tell you the truth. I think it'd give everybody some perspective uh, on, it would de- on an it would appreciation. Def- it for would who's definitely do that. De- definitely do that, especially for young kids who have who have and and look, all almost all of America has has been prosperous for so long. Um, sometimes you need to go like, whoa, where where am I at, and and <laughs> and what am I fussing about? I, I think uh, you know it's the old saying where they somebody goes, hey, I wish you could go play a professional sport like. If you could get in an NFL game, just take that average Joe and sling him in there so you would see. Because we don't appreciate now 
Uh-uh. We've seen it so much. Oh, no. And you know how to play better than them, too. Right. That's what I was going to say. We're telling them they're losers, and why can't you work with plantar fasciitis and all that? Oh, it's turf toe. You can't run? You know, while we're on yeah, the couch. No, you make fun of the turf toe, right? Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, he's got turf toe. Yeah. Like, yeah like, the okay. dude can't walk, okay? That's what that means. I saw, I saw a clip the other day of three professional soccer players, and they put them on a field with a hundred kids who play soccer. <laughs> they literally went from one end of the deal, walked in and just lobbed it through a hundred kids. No kids could get I was like, what a perspective to show you. This is yeah. what you're coaching with your kid. And these yeah. are what these guys, this are doing. what these guys can do. Well, look, that was what, uh, and I don't know when this will air, but talk, talking to Mojo and you see, uh, that there's such different levels to, elite athleticism you know what i mean even even in that because you go like all oh, the big dumb linemen well that big dumb lineman can have his way with you anytime he wants to because yeah. he knows about uh gravity and, and momentum and all <laughs> and so it's it's just so such crazy how even at elite the elite level there's still elite athletes you know what i mean well, you just broke the news, so let's put it out there. We just oh, talked sorry. to Mojo Raleigh. That no, that's good. Yeah, cool. Uh, a little tease there. We just talked to Mojo Raleigh. We will have him on the show in a couple weeks. It's gonna be a fun one. Yeah, very interesting conversation uh with Mojo, and it was awesome to hear from him again. If anyway, not mistaken, so, our first Dean's List person to ever be on this show. Yes, I well, I was on uh but it was Dean Martin and it was uh <laughs> at an alcohol alcoholics anonymous program. <laughs> My uh, my grandpa used to get drunk and maybe watch the Dean Martin roast. That's about so, as close so as that's I got. the same same yeah. thing, <laughs> same <laughs> exact thing. Uh, all right, uh, Lindsay, the cupcake girl. Oh, cupcake, cupcake. Uh, she now this is going to be interesting because uh, this is going to drop after uh, some football games. But oh. who do you who would you like to see in the Super Bowl? She says, but who would you like to win? So. Is it still uh, who, who's playing the halftime show? Well, this is going to Rihanna. I want her to win. There we go. We all I win. Her, I want Rihanna. We will all win. Have mercy. Bambuklat punani boy. So I don't know what I just said. By the way, it could have been curse I think words. you called out all the rude boys out there. For yeah, Rihanna. I may not. I may. Um, we may regret that. I'm just yeah, let's, let, look. <laughs> Let's go to Rihanna. We all win. We're watching the Super Bowl. Yeah. I honestly, and I mention this uh, every now and then, I, I don't, I'm not into uh, pro football that much. Um, will you sit so, down and watch the Super Bowl? Is like, yeah, thing? 100%. Okay. 100%. But, but me and my wife will do it, but we will, do, we will do it like everybody else does for the, for the halftime show. Yeah. And, and, and I will, but I just don't have a dog in the, in the fight and I, and I kind of don't anymore. You know what I mean? Uh, J.R. Ho says, hey, you didn't know. Uh, he says, it's probably Huff, but I, I said Ho there, and he's probably going to love that. No, it's um, the Huff train. Uh, he says, any good <laughs> stories, dog, from your travels to Minneapolis, St. Paul? Any favorite restaurants or bars? Thanks. Love the show. Yeah, I, so to be quite honest, haven't been out there a ton. Uh, and when I say been out there, I mean... Uh, like when we go there, I go, I stay in the hotel, I work, and I leave. My favorite thing about Minneapolis is X-Pac. 
There, there we go. <laughs> um, but I look. I, what I love, I do love Minnesota. What, uh, what my best friend that I went in the Marine Corps with, Grant Drugsma, uh, was, uh, and he looked like his his last name. He looked like a Viking, like a like a uh, okay. you know central casting for the Viking movies. Um, and uh, his whole family did. They were all blonde, like they looked like Targaryens from <laughs> from. <laughs> they did. They're just big, huge, beautiful, blonde-haired people. Um, and so he was also from there, but, but what I love about it is it's, it's very much like, uh, Western Pennsylvania, uh, West Virginia, Alabama, like it's very, uh, um, hunting, yeah, fishing, you know what I mean? Like there's, it's, 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 yeah. yeah, it's very, that's what I love about it. And, and it's, there's some places in Canada like that too, but I think all the big cities, that's what I love about Minneapolis. It's a big city, but it's still got the, it's surrounded by good blue collar American people. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of, there's also not just American people, but a lot of uh, immigrants throughout there. Yeah, it's that, a big melting pot. Yeah, it is. It really is. And so I think it's, and I think it shows you, it doesn't have, you don't have to, you don't have to be too crazy to, to be in Minneapolis or you can be, we accept it all. Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> At but, proper gibberish, he hit us up at uh, oh you didn't know uh, excuse me at you didn't know pod, uh, dog. How did you come up with shake rattle and roll as a signature finisher? Was always so entertaining. Keep up the great work. God bless. P.S. Casio, I hope your eyes have recovered from the quote eye doctor. <laughs> they were dilated. No, he knows you were just high. <laughs> that was not. That would have been a different show, son. Y'all know the show that I'm high. We'll all know it. Everybody will know it. <laughs> yeah, everybody will know it. Uh, all right. Shake, rattle, and roll. April 20th, we'll let that one go. <laughs> um, so, I don't, well, I start, so the first thing I started doing it with, and it's a, this is a, this is a long answer, but I like it. Um, I started putting people in the turnbuckle in Memphis when I was Jesse James Armstrong, uh, the new age outlaw, Jesse James Armstrong. I would put them in the corner and I would prop their chin up and instead of chopping them or anything, I would hit them with three jabs. Well, then I thought, uh, I, I, the one story I got out of it is Ricky Morton came in. I put him in the corner. I lifted his chin up. I hit him with the first one. He went right to his butt. And I said, oh, I, I was going to hit you with with two more of those when we got to the back. I said, I was going to hit you with two more of those. And, uh, and then we do that. And he said, yeah, well, that first one got me. So I sold it. You didn't have to hit me with the other two. <laughs> I thought it, it taught me a lesson though. Like that, like, okay, so either I hit him too stiff or Heck, I hit him and he went down. Either way, it looked like I knocked him down. So it was a it was a favor to me. Either way, you do it. Anyway, so it finally turned out to okay. Well, what if I? Because I wanted to hit him in there and have him stagger out and hit him with a big punch, and so it ended up just modifying into the middle of the ring, duck something, catch, 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 wiggle, 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 big punch. And that's, that was the trick behind the big punch was I always ask everybody, would you take a bump for that one? You know what I mean? And at the big one, they take a bump and it's like, Oh, he knocked him down. I had to set you up with the jabs, hit you with the big one. And then the big deal about the, uh, Wiggle wiggle knee drop is I hear a lot of times like, oh, it was like a forearm like Bret Hart used to do or like a, uh, but mine was a lot better. Um, but, but it was, uh, you know, and so, so <laughs> that was cheap. That was no, I apologize. That's, um, but, but so it, it is wiggle wiggle and then drop a knee on them. And this cat uh, called it my finisher. What was his name again? Just ask the question. Proper gibberish, Dan. Pro- of course it is. This is proper frontier gibberish you got yes. to hear here dan um 
but so, so yeah, then it's always a wiggle, wiggle knee one, two kick. I never beat anybody with that. Um, so it wasn't necessarily my finish, but it is the old one, uh, duck that duck your, I'll duck your cliz, Liz, jizz, 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 big one. Boom. You take the bump. I'll hit the ropes, wiggle, wiggle, knee, one, two, kick, pick you up back to away from your partner, go to shoot you towards your partner. You reverse it. He knees me in the back. I turn around. I blast him off the apron. I turn back around. You hit me with a drop kick. Boom. We're in the heat. Man, people remember that like as you're no, going because no, I no, lost no, it. No, 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 I yell it out. We yell it out. Oh, each yeah. other. <laughs> okay, good. I was, say, I was like, I'm supposed to do that? No, actually, there's only one person who yells it out, and that's John Cena. <laughs> John Cena, you could hear him calling stuff in the 13th <laughs> row of the upper deck. Uh, all right. Well, look. You know what? You brought up. You brought up Bret Hart. You did. I did. I'm uh, sorry you, about that. You did catch some grief. Um, right I was just, wrong. I was just joking though. It was a joke. Well, I'm talking about a previous episode of this podcast. Oh, you said oh. you were a better sports entertainer, mm. not a better wrestler. You said you were a sports entertainer. So dog, we're going to debut a new segment that we're going to start trying and it's called top dog. Top dog. I'd have no idea where this is going. Top dog. We're going to give you three. Three. Three? <laughs> Why did three. you roll your R's? One, two, three. <laughs> All of a sudden, you were Latino. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the uh, the owl off the oh, Tootsie yeah. Roll pop. How, how many licks? Or, or, or was that the count? One, two, three. <laughs> we give you, Either way. We give you three sports entertainers, three wrestlers. You tell us with no justification. Well, you can if you want, but... Are you a better sports entertainer than them? Okay. So we're going to start getting a ranking. I'm, I'm going to stretch out here. You know none of them. Okay, cool. You awesome. know none of them. Like, we haven't told Dog. Yeah, oh, about right, to right. With. I might actually know some of them. I just don't know who you're going to say. Well, you mentioned one, so I'm going to start with him. You mentioned oh. Mojo Rawley, an upcoming guest. Are you a better sports entertainer than Mojo Rawley? Is he going to see this? Yes, this airs before our interview. No. <laughs> we need a correct bell. Ding! Okay. Correct you are. Very smart answer there. All right, here we go. Top dog is Road Dog, a better sports entertainer than Glacier. Oh! <laughs> I went out of order. No, I, it's okay. I love it that you threw the other thing in there. It's <laughs> subliminal. Yeah. It's like, don't forget you're old and don't know how to work a computer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. I am a better sports entertainer than Glacier. Glacier was a better wrestler than me. Okay. Uh, and last but certainly not least, Top Dog, are you a better sports entertainer? <laughs> Than the shark. <laughs> Specifically the shark. The shark, is. yes. Yes. Uh, uh, John Tenta, the whatever he was, no. I don't know. We're just, we're just talking just about shark. the shark. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. I was a better sports entertainer there than the shark. Go. Two out of three. We've That's already not got bad. a ranking system. That's yeah. a good run. And I feel like you would have said three out of three if Mojo weren't going to be on the show in a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, I would have, definitely. Okay. Uh, let's, let's keep he going. Won't, he, wouldn't, he won't hear that part. He'll just hear the part about me saying he was better than me. <laughs> yeah, 
He won't read page six. No. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. M, uh, MMX Punk, Mike Double M says, uh, is there any brand of food or snacks that has been discontinued that dog and or tater boy thick flare wishes they brought back? I, for one, miss habanero Doritos, he Ooh. says. He, he likes pooping. He likes pooping <laughs> fire. Pooping hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poop, fire, and save matches I is what I say. my way to a burning <laughs> ring of fire. Uh, <laughs> turn brown, down. brown, brown. <laughs> and, the, and the toilet water rose higher. And it burns, burns, burns. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything, any food or snack they discontinued? It didn't smell of flowers. <laughs> um, that got discontinued. I'll tell I you might... what did break my heart was the, the Mexican pizza. Uh, it's back oh. now, of course, but Taco Bell's Mexican pizza was my only thing I really ate there. Oh. And when that went away, it broke my heart. Uh, it's back, though, guys, so we're going to be all right. I've started also a, round, a cycle of diluxetine that should help me through the anxious moments. Um, but, but but that's really about the only thing I can think of. Um, oh, you know what I used to like? I don't know if they still make them or not, but Zero Bars. Oh, my God. Zero Candy Bar. That I was had like a whole white, summer where that's all I ate. It was white chocolate and yeah. nougat. Nougat. <laughs> it was, I don't even know what's in that. I think it's Ted Nougat. And by the way, you either love zero bars or, oh, you, yeah, hate or you hate there's it. Zero yeah. in between. No, there's no gray area. Uh, by the <laughs> way, we didn't even talk about this, but my food that got discontinued is also at Taco Bell. And it is, they used to call it the Chilito, Ooh. the chili cheese burrito. Yes. Which I lived off of for a few years uh, in <laughs> so- college and high school. And they took it away. And I, I hurt my heart. So can I, I switched say to something? Mexican pizza. This is this is not good oh, that you and I are on here and both of our favorite things were from Taco Bell and like I'll tell you who's not sponsoring the show uh April <laughs> or freaking <laughs> What about my new sponsor Johnny's Diabetic Socks keeping our feet on for years <laughs> <laughs> Thank God they pull up to my knee uh, or my lower leg would have been hey, left in the on the bus. This anyway. dog still got all his paws <laughs> thanks to Johnny's diabetic signs. <laughs> Taco Bell. That was our two answers. Jiminy Christmas. Is, okay. Hey, I got I got one word for you. America. <laughs> Insulin. <laughs> oh, that hurts my heart where my heart ought to be. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Dog, <clears throat> let me tell you. Look, Johnny's Diabetic Sock, not a proud sponsor yet, but yet. let me tell you who we do appreciate. Our friends over at Blue Chew. Guess what Blue Chew does? Here's the main thing it does. Oh. It gives you confidence, dog, right? And you know, as a matter of fact, just with all your promos, confidence can take you far in life. 
And that's especially true in the bedroom, especially when it's time to step up to the plate. You were talking about me in the dugout at the baseball field, but when it's time to step up to the plate, Blue Chew comes in perfectly. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Fraction of the cost. You can take them anywhere, day or night. You can plan ahead, or you can be ready Whenever the ahead, y'all. opportunity arises. Arises. Uh-huh. Come on. It's getting big, dog. Uh-huh. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you're going to receive your prescription within days. And the best part is it's all done online. Yeah. No discreet. The, discreet. No visits to the doctor's <laughs> office. No awkward conversations. And no waiting in line at the pharmacy. I mean, dog, everybody knows you in your hometown. You won't be it standing in line at the pharmacy. Weird. Yes. Uh, when you go, hey, Mr. James. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Your pills are ready. You don't want that. You can do it no, all online. And plus, look, you're a proud Marine. You love your country, dog. Hoorah. Blue Shoes tablets are made right here in the in USA. The USA. 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 Then they're prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet, discreet package. package. But but let me tell you something. Your package, package will be anything but discreet. Yeah. Anything but discreet. With Blue Chew, men everywhere excited to see that post, man. Because when your package has arrived, dog. You're going to have a post, man. Your package has definitely arrived. I mean, some would say your package is bulging. You know what I mean? Well, some would, and I, I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, your package. If you want one of these, if you want Blue Chew in your life, you want this confidence, and you want to be a new person, if you can benefit from that extra confidence when it's time to reform, chew it and do it. Have better chew sex. And That's do the it. bottom line. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code free. D-O-G-G at checkout. Free. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, <laughs> promo code D-O-G-G, to receive your first month free. free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the yes, we pod- do. podcast. Oh, you never knew? How about the how about Blue the chew. mint's a good game right there? Uh, yeah, man. that is. That's strong. That's strong. I just got some mint uh tooth things for my dog because she eats cat crap a lot outside. <laughs> 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 Look, she'd be coming in wanting to kiss and hug and I can't like, I can't do that when you got gravel in your teeth, girl. I saw what you just did to the goat, so let's back it down a little bit. <laughs> Let's back it down. Uh, Jim Joyce, twenty-three. Oh, says, there's at my boy. Brian, there's at, my voice, Jim Joyce. Double J. Yeah. Uh, at Brian R D James said, "I love to get Brian's take on the importance of attacking the mat." To Brian's cool. credit, he had an incredible snap, flat back pump. I think he said bump, but he might have misspelled oh, okay. it. Or you might have misread it. I don't know. No, it says pump. I copied oh, and pasted it. Okay. Okay. So so it, it I look, I do think that's very important. And I think uh I, I think some people do it today. I think there's still people that really take quick snap back bumps. And I, I think, you know, 
as far as far as wrestlers go, they used to, a lot of a lot of guys. T, TJ uh, Tyson Kid always tells me like, yeah, you always had a great snap back bump, uh, flat back bump. You you really snapped back as hard as you could, and, and I always said attacking the mat. Uh, backwards. <laughs> so, so yeah, I prided myself on taking good bumps like that, but I, I learned to, to do that watching my brother, Brad, um, uh, because I thought he, he did that. He didn't do it all the time. Uh, I think one of my weaknesses was I tried to do it too often and it, and it may have took some of the specialness away from that fast, quick bump that, that if you just used it sparingly would really be dynamic, uh, in the match, especially for a heat spot or something. But because I took it a lot, it kind of just, oh, that's just how he gets knocked down. You know what I mean? It becomes normal. Um, but yeah, attacking the mat, I suggest you all do it if you're training to become a wrestler. I will put you on the spot in case somebody is training or thinking about getting in there. Maybe they just want to watch it a little bit differently. Uh, you mentioned some people still do that. Who, who, who would you say maybe comes to mind that you've seen lately where you go, you know what, they really do know how to attack the mat. That's a guy or a girl that you need to pay attention to? Well, Austin Theory comes to mind. Uh, okay. D- Dolph Ziggler comes to mind. Guys that take that take good, crisp, crisp bumps. And, and you know, I, I, usually I would have to see it happen and go, ooh, that was a good one. Right, then, yeah, to, yeah. Then, to so, then to more so than to put a name on it. Um, but look, I, I think there's still guys out there. I'll tell you who, while we're just putting people over, I'll tell you who's really impressed me the most lately is Damian Priest. Um, he, Man, he he's is, come I, a long way. Yeah, I think I've said that, said it before, actually, maybe on here. But but he has come so far, and he's even in that group of uh, look, Dom. You can say what you want about Dom Mysterio. He's got the m- most heat than anybody in the in the company right now. <laughs> and I and I see the live events and read the reports, so I know. And he's actually coming into his own in, in the in ring stuff too. Um, really hanging out with the right crowd. That's for dang sure, and doing the right things. But think about the people that Damian Priest is surrounded by: Finn Balor, Rhea, uh, Dom, and and he's even in that group stepping out and shining. And so uh, big things. I predict he'll be uh, a universal champion one day. Wow. All right. I, I do. I do believe that. And I believe he could carry it. Uh, at Real Mondo 2 says, uh, he hit us up on our Twitter at You Didn't Know Pod. With your experience in NXT, who are two superstars that you think are ready for the main roster? So mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. NXT. Uh, on there. So down there right now, I'll tell you who I'm really impressed with is uh, Joe Gacy. I always really liked Joe Gacy uh, when he first came in. I kind of like the stuff they're doing now with Schism, or uh, I think it's pronounced Schism. Uh, I hope that's not a bad it word is in now. French. Yeah. Um, and as far as the females go, look, Zoe Zoe Stark. I'm I'm the I'm the biggest fan of Zoe Stark, um, other than her husband or her. You know what I mean? Like I <laughs> I, I I am a huge fan of her work, and I think. I think she would only get better if she could make it. If she could make it to the main roster, and I don't. I don't mean make it to the main roster. I, when the time's right, she'll be there. Um, she's an incredible, incredible athlete, and one that I think that you look for also is uh, Nikita Lyons. Um, Nikita Lyons is a she's is awesome. a triple threat man. She can work. She can dance. She can sing. There's there's she's really cool. Like she's really young, but has a wise soul. Like it's almost like she's her, her, she, her parents. The, the story I got from her was her parents really were like traveling musicians. You know what I mean? And that's how they met. And that's how. And she kind of grew up. 
Oh wow! Uh, 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 you know, in the in all that, and so she has. She's very street smart, it seems like, and she's. Uh, of course, we never, you know, w- went out in uh, South Central LA together, but but <laughs> she seems like she's very street smart, and she she's cool to talk to. She's she's gutsy. Uh, she she's bold in her decisions. You know, even for her gear and her and her. Uh, the, the the work she does in the ring. So I, I just think she's a huge star in the future. Um, that's two. You give us Yeah, that's two. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, hey, that's I, a couple. I, I mean, this is a good problem, but you got, WWE's got a problem on its hand because there's a, a lot of talented ladies on that NXT roster that are about to be ready. Yeah, that's Man. the truth. Well, look, the, 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 you know, the Gigi Dolan and, uh, and all them. yeah, all, I, I forget her partner, JC Jane. Um, yeah, Gigi and JC. I, I actually think the, the, uh, tag champs right now, Casey and, uh, I always forget their, their names. Casey and Zaro, the, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so that they're great. Um, the two I mentioned earlier were great. The, you know what I mean? Like they got a, they got a ton of talented ladies down there tons it's gonna be a it's gonna be a deal when they all start breaking in katana yeah. chance and caden carter i just that's it to make that's sure it we got their, i'm sorry yep i got their uh, names in correctly all right uh ryan wants to know ryan perkins 85 uh how often do you eat nachos naked dog i want to say twice a week but i'm gonna say once a week because sure okay at least once a week though yeah and and it's basically if you've seen Step Brothers enough times you know that the open of that movie is just a big pile of nachos with shredded cheese on it and in the microwave that's imagine that but it i'm will ferrell and i'm naked <laughs> and by, matter of fact we probably look the exact same naked yeah you're welcome for that visual yeah, I got it. It was, it was <laughs> Yeah, good yeah, drink it in. Um, Danielle. <laughs> Danielle, Twiz DMOB. Oh, says, Twiz, dog. Uh, Danielle says, if you had to be a real roadie for a 90s country music oh, star, I wish who I would it have been? She said, I get big Travis Tritt vibes from you. Oh, you know, Tri- truth be told, I was a huge Travis Tritt fan. Um, and, and I look me and my daughter. I got rice cooking in the microwave. <laughs> Three day meal, I don't have to shave. Well, you got it. I mean, you get it. You get the, you get the rest. Need I say more? Uh, so I was a huge Travis Tritt fan. I'm talking old school Travis Tritt. Here's a quarter. Call oh. someone who cares. I'm a Call member of the country. Oh, club. the country club. Uh, Hey, hey, what about a, I can't hide the way I feel about you anymore. Boy, that'll make you cry. That'll bring a tear to a glass eye right there. That's some brown liquor drink uh, songs right there. You know what I mean? That's that's where you shut all the lights off. What about this one? I'd be better off. In a in pine, a pine box, box on a slow train, train back down for Georgia. Georgia. Lord, that'll make you cry. In the gray walls of a prison, prison doing time. time. I think I can go, go to hell. hell. Oh, I can't hit Face that one. Doug oh. Stone. lie here with you and him together, together. on oh. my mind. Boy, Shout that's cold hearted. Right out. Huh? 
right out there, man. Do you smell T R O U B L E or not? <laughs> I do. I, I smell it. <laughs> and it's it I smells it like WrestleMania thirteen and Sid. <laughs> um, okay. Uh Sean Berkey says, Who would you want to portray you in a road dog biopic and who would play Billy Gunn? Well, I mean it would have to be uh the guy that would play me would be Danny McBride, of course. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and I wouldn't have it any other way, by the way. He probably wouldn't even do it because it would be such a B-rated uh, <laughs> movie. Man, we put him in the braids. <laughs> really, he looked good. We're really dude. scratching the bottom of the barrel with his road dog bio. <laughs> but I think Is that Billy going got... straight to the History Channel, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know if it's making there. Um, Curse of Oak Island. Damn you, Curse of Oak Island. Uh, Billy Gunn would be played by uh, Rob Lowe. <laughs> I thought you were going to keep it in-house and go uh, John Cena since he's the oh, superstar. Oh. I like Rob Lowe. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. have to get some meat on him, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, I also want this thing we're talking about, this vehicle we're talking about, yeah. to be well, uh, like well cast, and I want the acting to be good too. Okay, well, yeah, Rob Lowe's good. So that was that a shot at John Cena? <laughs> no, okay. not at all. Cena You're like, was... that's why we're not going Cena. We'd like a great. <laughs> yeah, actor. No, I just didn't know if he was doing another. I've something peacekeeper. I don't know. Oh, Peacemaker. By the way, one of the best shows ever. Oh, it's, it's so good. And dude, <laughs> I, when I when I saw him in Tampa uh, for, for the last show of the year, um, like just the same dude, the same humble dude, the same. I was sweating, and he was just there, and he came over. He was still. <laughs> he hugged me. Still there uh, before anybody with his the stuff he wrestled in on. And this was, I mean, this was prior to the production meeting even happening of the show. That's how he, that's how he always was. He was all, and he was there last and stayed after we went off the air to give him some more action. And it was, he's such a, such a class act, man. Such a, for real. And, and, and so what a nice dude. He deserves everything he's getting, you know. Incredible. Uh, Going to our ad-free shows partners over there at AFS. Uh, Scott Golden said, "Dog, what was the moment you felt you wanted to be a wrestler?" Well, Woo, look at that yeah, guy. Yeah, look at that guy there. I knew it before then. I can tell you that much. I knew it. Uh, I love when people go, oh, yeah, "That perm was wrong." That's natural curls, <laughs> Jack. The, no, that the, Ribera jacket is fire. <laughs> hey, thing is, I never went to Ribera. Never, never went to Japan. Whose was um, it? Yeah, my brother Brad's. Or somebody, I don't know. He had a hundred of them. Slinging it on. He had a hundred of them. I said, I'm going to wear it out there. Uh, (laughs) And I'm going to wet my hair a little bit too and get get them curls tight. (laughs) It was soul glow. Were you a teenager (laughs) when you decided you wanted to? No, I was younger than that. I mean, I look, I want, look, I sometimes the only, and this is, this sounds like, you know, the the lifetime story, but sometimes the only time I saw my dad was on TV. You know what I mean? When I was young, he was, he was moving and grooving and and, uh, shaking. And so I I watched from as far as I can remember. And I was a teenager when my brothers started, you know what I mean? In 81, shoot, I was. 81. I was probably 10 years old and uh, 
I knew it then, man. It's all I ever wanted. It's all I ever wanted to do. And I joined the Marine Corps because I was, it was, I was 18 and I was six foot four and 170 pounds. And I knew I wasn't going to be a wrestler right then. You know what I mean? And so, so what, I just joined the Marine Corps because my dad did that too. And so thought I'll, I'll take these six years and I'll put some weight on and I'll get in shape. And I, you know what I mean? And I, that's, that's kind of what I did. And so here we are. 30 are. years later talking still talking about that one year run i had as a road dog <laughs> <laughs> our, our next one from adfreeshows.com I, I mean i i guess it's official it's in his name but it's at a wrestling historian oh well, uh, we'll, I, we'll find out if it's true or not i'm sure he messages while wearing his monocle um, he said, <laughs> what made you want to become a WWE writer and how difficult was it to transition into that role? Thanks in advance. Yeah. So, so look, it's, hmm. I was the, I was a writer, uh, you know, like, like, uh, I never sat down and typed anything out. Like, I'll tell you that much. I, I can't do that to this day. I'm just not, I, it's not what I, I can, I can henpeck like this, bing, 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 and send an email and send a text successfully. That's about it. So I, I but I did sit in the writer's room uh, all those years and I did tell people what to write, sometimes verbatim, sometimes just, hey, here's, here's the vibe and they, they would put it into uh, proper English. <laughs> um, so, so I, it wasn't hard to transition because when, when I got asked to be on the writing team, it was by Hunter. And he said, you've always been really entertaining at telling stories. Do you want to try to do that on, in the, on the writing team? And I thought, well, shoot. Yeah. It's something different. And it's something, you know what I mean? Like, I guess what do you, and so, you know, fast forward, you know, three or four years and I was the lead writer of SmackDown and, and, and had a great team of actual writers around me that, the crap I would spit out, they could make into uh, an actual script and, and format it and, and everything for me. And so look at the transition wasn't hard. I loved it. I love this. I love this side of it here. Uh, and maybe it's because of the, where I'm in my life and all that, but, but I like this side of my career better than I do the in ring. Um, I, it's just so much more rewarding. So I don't know what the original question was, but that was it. What made you become a writer? And you said it. It was basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it was he. He asked me, and then, but it, then it was really cool uh, to get in the writer, to be in a writer's room, and to spitball uh, an idea from nothing, from a blank sheet of paper uh, to a six-month story arc, and 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 uh, I also had. Uh, classes in writing while I was on the team and, and off sites where we had script writers come in and talk to us. And, and you know what I mean? So there was, there was educational things that was challenging and really cool f to go through, uh, for me as well in, in taking on that role. And yeah, I, I, it wasn't a hard transition. I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, leads us to our next one. Philip Lane, um, it, uh, hit us up on adfreeshows.com. Uh, dog, if you did not go into wrestling business, what job would you have been doing? Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, washing cars. I asking if you, uh, would you want this biggie sized or, and that's, that's about, that's about where it'd be. But I, I honestly don't know. I have no idea what, look, I tried to reenlist in the Marine Corps. Cause once I got in, I thought this is pretty cool. And I'm six years in and, uh, and I like it. And I'm, uh, so I tried to reenlist, but that's a long story about, 
politics and budgets and uh, defense budgets and stuff like that, where I just couldn't re-enlist in the thing I wanted to re in the uh, military occupational specialty that I wanted to re-enlist in uh, that wasn't available because of budget cuts, defense budget cuts. And so I don't know, I might've done that and made a career out of that. Um, but because it worked out the way it did, I did get an opportunity to wrestle and, and it worked out for me. Thank God. He also says, did you ever pitch an idea to Vince that you knew was stupid but Vince said, go for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Y'all all, all the time. Um, and some of them, but some, and look, some of them played out on television and y'all watched. Um, and, and some of them played out on television and y'all watched a lot. Uh, and so uh, the, I'll give you two words and I'll leave it at that. We'll move to the next question. James Ellsworth. Okay. No, <laughs> that's all I got to say. Um, Jeremy, AKA not Damien priest says, uh, dog, I've really been doing a lot of research over this topic. A lot of sleepless nights. I've been stressed at work and just really been taking a toll on me. So I give up and will finally ask you myself, are you just all around better than Bret Hart? <laughs> you know what though, right there in this picture, and hopefully you people are watching on YouTube so you can see this picture. My stomach's even bigger than his. You know what I mean? Like you can tell that from here and that's, I'm going to say, yeah. So yeah. So all the way around. Yes. Especially seeing the stomach size there for, for me. Uh, I didn't realize, I didn't realize I was better. I was bigger than him too. <laughs> if you did not see that picture, you need to be watching us over at bag Oh, uh, that's where you can see that. Also, Dog, I think that your stomach might be a little bit bigger than Bret Hart's. That's because you've probably been to Jimmy's Famous Seafood a time or two, my friend. In Maryland? Baltimore? Yeah. Baltimore destination eating huh. is Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Let me tell you, if you want to put on some weight and have a good time <laughs> doing it, hey, take one of the milkshakes from Jimmy's Famous Seafood if you're there. Holy It'll change Toledo. your life. Game changers. Everything all all the seafood have. there. Yeah, everything they have is delicious. Free two-day nationwide shipping on orders of over $125, excluding those steam crabs and fresh items. All you got to do is use the promo code D-O-G-G. Man, I don't oh, know where yeah. to start. Steaks? Look, steaks are underrated there. Yeah, uh, yeah, because their seafood is so stinking yeah. awesome. It's it's look, it's the it's the freshest seafood you're going to come by uh, in America, and they will ship it right to you. I've had this their uh, crab cake shipped right to my house. My wife and I still talks. My wife actually said something to me the other day because Jimmy, you know, we keep getting manscaped <laughs> stuff in the mail, but we haven't received any <laughs> Jimmy's seafood just yet. She was like, "Hey, aren't they sponsoring your podcast?" So so anyway, my wife is a huge fan as well. Um, and of course the stuff that you can't get sent to your house is common sense, like the seasonal crab legs and all that stuff. But man, $125 for them to ship, uh, free and believe you me, $125 is nothing when you're eating the best seafood, uh, oh, domestically that you can, that money cent. can buy. Worth yeah. hundred percent. I just told my wife, I said, Hey, she, cause she did the same thing. Jimmy's in the sponsor for your show. I said, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to get this tailgate bundle. We're going to have people over for the big game, the big NFL game. Yeah. Tailgate bundle. How about you can get two pounds of wings, full rack of barbecue ribs, a pint of crab dip, and the crab cake mix so you can make your own crab cakes right there at your house. Plus, 
They've got the famous gift box. You want to give somebody the best gift they'll ever receive for any kind of reason? You get four of the world's best colossal. The key word is colossal. Uh, That is not, they're not using that lightly. Maryland crab cakes, two different crab soups, crab dip, Mm. seafood seasoning, and their signature face sauce as well. Or you can go on to jimmysfamousseafood.com and create your own package. Mix and match. Get whatever you want. Whatever you got, uh, they take care of you there. They do have gluten-free items. They do have desserts. They've got oysters, the chowders, the soups. They have got it all. Over 40 years in the business, and it's a reason that all of the boys and girls in the wrestling business stop at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Hey, it ain't just a wrestling business. It's every sport. Yeah, it's everywhere. Sport you can imagine. Anybody that travels to Baltimore, Maryland, goes to Jimmy's Seafood, and and, and that's... uh, there's only one reason why uh, it's that damn good. And now can get delivered to your front door. Go to jimmysfamousseafood.com. You're going to get that free two-day nationwide shipping on orders of over $125. Use the promo code. D-O-G-G. You caught me sleeping. No. <laughs> All right, dog. Let's get back into this. Man, uh, you going- got me hungry, though. Those crab cakes. God almighty, I could eat a dozen right now and then go and purge and, and come back and eat a dozen more. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't recommend that, though. Get in my belly. Get in. <laughs> uh, Matt M. wants to know, dog, do people recognize you in public and throw a crotch chop? And if so, how do you react? Say that one more time. I was getting a text from somebody. I apologize. <laughs> do you do, do people recognize you in public and throw the crotch chop at you? If so, how do you react? So no, normally they don't, and I'll tell you why. Because people that normally uh, recognize me out in public are older. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, so you yes, you will catch the every every now and then a guy in public goes suck it, you know, and you go like, okay, that was that was cool thirty years ago, sir. All right, um, it's, a, it's an Applebee's. Calm yeah. down. <laughs> Applebee's got rats in the cob salad. <laughs> they don't. They don't. That was, uh, that it was, was clearly, a <laughs> joke. Uh, the big bad boo bear. Ooh, I like him already. He hit or- us up on adfreeshows.com. He said, it's me, it's me, it's that rowdy old quadruple B, and I'm back to try again for another question you see. Are we going to see a special edition black leather jacket for sale soon with the dog's logo on the back of it with the inscription better than Brett on the back. (laughs) That sounds like an awesome jacket. Like, I don't know how or or how much, (laughs) but that jacket has to be made. Well, he Uh, said, cause I need this. I need this in my life. (laughs) Love the show. Been watching and keeping up with you. Since first seeing you in you, WWF No Mercy on the oh, Nintendo yeah. 64. Great <laughs> stuff, guys. Please look at that. Please look at Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, when was oh, he, What year was that? Oh, Nintendo 64? Oh, my I God. look like the guy in uh, the Goonies. 2001. Rocky, Rocky Rowe? <laughs> yeah, nobody, no, no Goonies fans out there? Sloth. Yeah, Sloth. That was his name. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> 2001, by the way, it oh, might as okay. well have been 1980. It looked awful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looked great back then. We played it and thought, it well, they can't well get any better than this. <laughs> it might as well have been 1780. <laughs> yeah. 
the actual Oregon Trail, not the video game on the old school computer. The actual Oregon Trail had that game. Oh, I love it. My um, opposite Aiden, heart. Aiden, ass dog, says, any parenting advice? Uh, yeah, you know what? Don't take it so seriously. Like, of course, you don't want your kid to die, but like, it's 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 <laughs> chances are it's not going to if you just keep an eye on it. You know what I mean? Like, it it'll figure it out. Uh, I just took it way too seriously, man. And I see now. I see with my with my uh, my grandchildren, like they're going to be okay. You know what I mean? You love them. That that's it, right? You just love them, and then try to not get. You know, don't pick that knife up. Don't touch that hot thing. That's it, man. And you just love them. And you, and they come to you and ask you crap. And that that's the thing for me is I started late, but I wanted my kids to be able to talk to me about anything. And I feel like we're there now. Uh, I wish we would have always been there, you know, and that's on me. So be there for them. <laughs> Dog's parenting advice. Don't let yeah. them die. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. That's sound. Start there. Start, if you start there, you're going to be okay. I, was I like, promise you. Get through you. that. You, yeah, yeah. Look, when they stink, sometimes they that's might the hard have, part. They might have poop in their diaper. <laughs> get that out of there every now and then. You'll be going. I want to die right now. <laughs> I'd like to not be doing this diaper. Uh, Lucas Kinzer says, "How much did you and your family's history in Southern wrestling impact your creative decisions when you were writing for WWE?" A hundred percent. You know what I mean? And still to this day, and look, I think that's a, that's a problem that a lot of writers have is, is you write from your point of reference. And that was, that's my point of reference. And so I, not, not, it's not that I'm not willing to go outside of my comfort zone. I didn't know that was an outside of my comfort zone until you experience the uh, different opinions and different. So, so it, it was my only point of reference. And so when some, sometimes when I would come up with something and somebody would come at uh, with a different thing, I would be like, no, that's not what I said. I said, it is. And it's, and it's, it's about opening your mind and being collaborative and, and, and knowing that other ideas aren't scary. They're good and they can help you. You know what I mean? And that's, I think a lot of people, you know, that's a control issue for me. Uh, and that's one of my, you know, character, character defects, um, is, is being open-minded. My way is not the only way, especially nowadays, nowadays in society included, uh, you got to open your eyes and open your ears, man, because the world changed and nobody told me about it. And so now I got some catching up to do. Um, but, the, but, but opening your ears, man, and just hearing, hearing other ideas and hearing, I don't even know what the top, what the question was. Now I'm just often talking about writing rooms it. and stuff. <laughs> you answered it. Your family's okay. history. Yeah. Yeah. It, the... It's absolutely influenced yeah. me. Uh, Chris Rio said, um, what was it like working with China at King of the Ring 99? Oh man, it was great. It was great because we're great friends. It was great because she's bigger and stronger than me. It was it was great for every reason. Like, God, look how good she looked right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and look at me. Just, Bless my heart. I had a shirt on to cover up my gut and, and, and <laughs> tape up to my elbow so that my shoulder pads. There was only like three inches of arm showing. Uh, so, <laughs> it was like, look, if you put anything else on, you're going to come out here looking like the executioner. <laughs> Uh, put like a hood on. <laughs> <laughs> you like you're wrapped up like a yeti. Anyway, great. Back to her. I, by the way, time. I love the way you said yeti. Yeti. <laughs> uh, that's how we always said it. Uh, I pronounce it. I pronounce it yeti. Well, I mean, yeah, normal people do. 
<laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> I'm like Yukon Cornelius in this. The Yeti! <laughs> Yukon Cornelius. Hey, there's a wrestler in uh, Tullahoma, Alabama named Yukon Jack. And a lot of a lot of my friends know Yukon Jack. He can put a roll of quarters in his belly button. <laughs> That's a true story. He would take a bump in the match and belly and rim quarters would fall out of his belly. Yukon Jack. Stop. That's a fact, dog. <laughs> I worked I worked in that little trailer, that little building he had there in Tullahoma many a times. Oh. Like like old Muhadi was talking about living uh, <laughs> eating living tuna. In the extended stay. Yeah, and eating tuna every every meal. Um I stepped Ooh. on it. I hope you got it out. I, we we got sidetracked like we always do, but China was amazing to work with. Oh, I'm least. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, I don't want to sidetrack I, on that. Yeah, that uh, was my fault. She, she, she was no, no, it was it was me and my Yukon <laughs> Jack story. Um, but like, yeah, what what well, look? What a pleasure to to work with her, to get to work with her. Um, she had great ideas. We had fun putting it together. We had fun doing it. You know what I mean? I knew she was, I trusted her and she trusted me. And it was, it, it, it's funny that people go like, Oh, how was it? It was just like having a match with Val Venus or having a match with, you know what I mean? Just gold dust or whatever. Just, you're just having another match. Uh, it just so happens this person you're wrestling had huge breast. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> it was, it's, it, it was no different locking up with her felt like locking up with, you know, another, yeah. everybody else. And so it really was, it wasn't like locking up with a, you know, I think about a little woman or, you know, now my wife, I, it's, it wasn't like locking up with her. It was like locking up with a formidable opponent, uh, who was not only your equal in athleticism and size, but maybe your superior. Um, Nick Lenz says, did you get a chance to go to Triple H and Stephanie McMahon's real life wedding? I did not. I did not uh, go to that. I don't know if I was invited. I probably was. <laughs> I don't remember what year that was, but man, what a beautiful wedding. Look that? at, uh, look at Linda. That's like, um, a, that's Hollywood movie star stuff yeah, right there. Got that, got that, uh, that, uh, that might be real fur, might be yeah. faux. I don't want to get her in trouble, but no, looking uh, good either. over the shoulders yeah, there. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. What a beautiful yeah. white dress. And then there's Hunter with a big ponytail. <laughs> Come on. I wonder if you could go back and like crop out, and, you know what I mean? <laughs> like you go back in time and fix your pictures. Your own wedding pictures. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dion Sutton wants to know, dog, do you feel WWE is ready for a secondary women's singles title? The men have the IC in the U.S. Well, do you think we're getting close to that? Well, look, I, I, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. And I think now, even now, people go, oh, they don't have enough enough uh, depth in the women's division to have tag titles. So I think you got to, I think we got to figure out first how to properly tell the two title, uh, both raw and SmackDown women's championships, that is, and also the, the tag title story and the tag title story. You're going to have to have some freedom, uh, like you're doing with the Usos, I believe, or or it's it's an option. You don't have to have it, but a, an option is to kind of use the same template and whoever they are kind of go, go to both shows and, and work. And I think that's the way you're going to, you can, that's one way you can utilize 
uh, both women's divisions to put together some tag teams that actually can defend for the titles. The, the problem is if you don't have it on one, you can't do a weekly story per se. Um, and you couldn't have the tag titles, both men and women, go jumping back and forth. So look, it's tricky. It's tricky to figure out the, you know, Hunter said it jokingly in our in our uh, Raw 30 deal. But this booking stuff is hard. And it is, especially when you're not just fantasy doing it to make your friends pop or, or agree with you. You're doing it to keep the lights on. You're doing it to better the company's uh, ability and to better, to better the bottom line so that they look better for a sale uh, that might be pending. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't. You don't think about that when you're just on yeah. Twitter going like, oh, you should put him versus him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it is tricky. And so I just think before they add a secondary uh, kind of underneath women's, a secondary women's championship, I think we got to figure out how to handle the women's tag titles first. Um, and once we do that, I think, yeah, there's totally, look, I think there's totally room for an all women show. You know what I mean? I think there has been for a while now. Um, it just, who wants to buy that? And maybe that's something in the future that we could talk about in TV sales. But I just, I think there's an opera. Look, there's definitely enough talent to have an all women's two hour uh, show on blah, whatever. You know what I mean? I, I think you could totally do that. And, and it could be called uh, blah. I'm not sure what it would be called, but I'm, I'm not sure what it would be called. But it's like we mentioned earlier too. Uh, one, the the ladies that are there now are doing such an incredible job. Yeah. I mean, to think how far we've come so fast after a while of not making any advancement, and now oh, boom, no. these ladies come in and start doing their thing, and now we're getting a first almost every other pay per view. Seems like which yeah. is an awesome they're, thing. They're main eventing, and, and yes. yeah, and it's. It, and then, like we talked about earlier, there's a whole new, a great roster underneath them at NXT. Yeah, I mean that's how you start laying the foundation if you want to do these things. Yeah, for that's sure. why it's a good, it's in a good hands right now, and it's it's moving along very nicely. I, I do think I would say uh, as a fan perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, I say that too, and and I actually thank goodness right now that I'm not in the creative process or that creative circle. <laughs> yeah. I, all I have to do is watch TV and then not book the live events differently. You know what I mean? So so I'm not in the inner circle, but it makes it so much fun for me to watch right now like a fan because your 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 point was I think it's really good as a fan right now. Man, it feels like they're firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Like it really feels like Raw and SmackDown both are just are just on fire. And man, what a segment on Raw 30 to open up with the bloodline. What what television drama. Great um, storytelling. And and I mean, even the and I talked with Sammy afterwards. I said, Sammy, who told you to scoot away from the table so that visually, symbolically, you weren't at the table? And this is Roman Reigns' table that he's the head of. You know what I mean? And so it just visually, you see, he just backed up away. And he said, I just did that. And I said, it was such a, a, a beautifully uh, symbolic story of he's the outcast. He's over there. And then Solo Sokoa goes to give him the thumb and into frame. You don't see him coming. Oh, Jay hooks his That's arm so and good. stops him. So good, man. So good. Uh, like, I don't know. And that's, and this is on wrestling. What? Uh, but like, yeah, it's just, it's crazy, man. And that, I tell you what, the stock is rising both uh, literally and metaphorically. Uh, WWE master 2018 says uh, at the, at the Casio kid at Brian RD James at you didn't know pod. 
Uh, memories on shooting the commercial of the first NXT in your house in 2020. And in the event, Triple H doing this to a computer. Uh, all three of you guys there trying to figure out how to work a computer. Talk about memories of shooting this commercial. Buddy. Oh, it was hilarious. I, look, and it was we we set it up, and everybody when when us when we get together, man, we have a good time, and I feel like what we do on television is entertaining. And you can like me or hate me or whatever, but I always feel like what we do when we get together is is kind of gold. And so this was this was poking fun and making fun of ourselves, and you know what I mean, showing that oh, we've come a long way since those uh, those days uh, so, so many years ago when. Sean, you know, and Jeff worked and at 95 and in your house. And, and, uh, and so, so I thought it was fun. I, I always love working with Hunter and Sean and they both have uh, great comedic timing. And so it's just always a great time. Anytime we get to do something with those guys. Uh, here's a fun one. Uh, fun. What if at the Charlie NYC tweeted us at unit, no pod, do you think the Hurt business is coming back, but with this time more members? Oh, I look, I'd love that. I think uh, I, look at those cats right there on, in the picture. And if you're watching what? on YouTube, you see there, that's a cast of uh, good looking athletic characters. That's a that, faction yeah, right there, son. You're dang right. And so, yeah, I would love to see, uh, I don't know, you know, maybe Bobby will come back around. I see they were teasing that on, on TV a little bit. Um, and so, yeah, maybe they'll get back together. And, and to to this cat's point, maybe they'll add some members and, and be a dominant faction. I'd love to see that. I'm sure some dudes will be lining up to join yeah, that and faction. Yeah, and the, the guys you just witnessed are well-deserving <laughs> of, that, of that opportunity, too. All right, by now, guys, you know I love talking about old wrestling. What you might not know is it's not my real passion. My real passion is helping people save money. My real passion is getting families out of apartments and into houses. My real passion is getting people's finances aligned so they can retire on time. I hated going to Walmart and seeing the greeter being 80 years old. She should not be working. She should be home. Why is she still working? Because she still has a mortgage. I want to help avoid that for you. The other thing I want to help you with, let's make sure your kids don't get saddled with student loans. If you've got a student loan, why did you get one? Maybe because your parents still had a mortgage. I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm being sincere. There's only so much money to go around. What I want to help you do is figure out where you are right now and where you want to be long-term. And I do it at SaveWithConrad.com. I've been doing mortgages for more than 20 years. And during all that time, we've helped tens of thousands of families change their life. I mean, routinely, we're helping our podcast listeners save five, six, seven, eight hundred bucks a month, but more importantly, get them out of debt faster and with cheaper monthly payments. But if you don't think it can happen for you, let me just tell you this. We are not the bank. We don't say no. We say not yet, but here's how. We're going to get you a game plan on how to improve your credit, how to save a little bit of cash, and how to get into that dream house. Maybe you're already in the house, but it would be nice if someday we could put a pool in the back, or one day we want to upgrade the hardwood floors, or remodel the kitchen, or get a badass master bathroom. I can help you do all of that with no money out of pocket right now at SaveWithConrad.com. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And if we can't help you save some cash, we won't waste your time. Check it out. SaveWithConrad.com, NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. And hey, y'all, don't take my word for it. Check us out. We've got an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. And as if that's not enough, go look at our reviews. Read them and weep, haters. ConradReviews.com. 
you'll see more than a thousand five-star reviews. Our average review is 4.72 stars. Find out how much money you can save. Take control of your life in 2023 by taking control of your finances. We're going to show you how to keep more of your own money. If you've got credit card debt, what are you paying on that? 14%, 28%, you know you can do better. With the mortgage though, you may not know this, the interest you pay is tax deductible. And we can even show you how to skip your next two house payments. So if you could get a lower monthly payment, pay your debt off faster, get a greater tax deduction at the end of the year. And right now, right after the holidays, skip your next two payments. Buddy, this is the biggest no brainer in the history of the world. Find out how much money you can save right now for free at savewithconrad.com. Or hey man, shoot me an email directly. Conrad at savewithconrad.com. Uh, Brian Fuller says you and your brother, Scott are both great podcasters with oh. great recall and stories. Uh, former guests, by the way, go check that out in the archives of, Oh, you didn't know, Yeah. but he says, could you cut a promo on Scott's podcast, Armstrong Avenue and why we should only listen to yours dog and not his. Obviously you're the heel in the feud. Scott, you listening? For 53 years, 53 years, you treated me horribly. You were my older brother and you used that against me. And now you have a podcast too. <laughs> Don't listen to my brother Scott's podcast. <laughs> he touched me in places. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, you can listen to his podcast or my podcast. I don't he, care. He touched Which, you in your heart. In my heart. Yeah, you were touched. On this side. Oh, wait, your this side. side yeah. yeah, the opposite heart side. Man, I didn't um, expect a baby face turn there. I didn't know. Yeah, I, was, I didn't know where I was going. Wow. Um, but you can listen to his podcast <laughs> or mine. It's fine. It's fine. Look, we're both. He's actually, his podcast is actually, he makes more money than I do on his podcast. <laughs> Listen to his and just watch ours on mute that's, at backofjohnson.com. Hey, that's a fact, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yambag Jones. Uh, oh, Yambag. Well, Yambag, uh, he said, found out two days before Christmas, I have a second child on the way. Oh. I need some good names for Yambag the third. So far, my best mm. guess is Greg the Yammer Valentine. <laughs> Any good puns, you two can come up for me. Well, huh? I mean, of course you're going to do... Uh, <laughs> Craig the Yammer Valentine. Of course you're going to do Van Yammer. Uh, and course, <laughs> <laughs> what's the guy's name now that's a star? Like Hammer Thread or Hammerstone or... Ham oh, Alex Hammerstone. Uh, yeah, Alex Yammerstone. Yammerstone. <laughs> uh, Yammerstone's a good one. Yeah, um... Yam, yam. Maybe he's going to be in that musical Yamilton. Um, <laughs> he might <right> be. <laughs> <laughs> he might be Yam Newton. <laughs> Yam Newton. Yeah. Here we that's, go. A, that's a war damn eagle. Uh, well, we don't even know if it's a girl. It could be a girl. It could be a girl. It could oh, be a girl. Man. Oh, oh. So that's. See, uh, so that throws a whole new thing in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yamantha. Huh? It could be Yamantha. Yamantha. <laughs> uh, Yamantha the Teenage Witch. Is that a yeah. show? No, that was Sabrina. It could see the um, way. I go both ways. Uh, Eros hits us up. 
It's a lyrical battle royal. All right, you ready Ooh, for this? It's going to be yes. hard to keep up with. Yep. It's yourself, the junkyard dog. Oh. The dog faced gremlin, Rick Steiner. Oh. The hound dog, Elvis Presley. <laughs> the atomic dog, George Clinton. And Triumph the Insult Dog, Snoop Dog, and Droopy Dog. Oh. Who emerges as the undisputed master of the mic? You know what? That makes me sad. It's Droopy Dog. <laughs> Droopy Dog does. <laughs> Droopy Dog comes out on top. <laughs> I'm um, expecting a Droopy Dog. <laughs> a Droopy Dog imitation. Um, I, there, I'll probably get, that's probably what I'll get canceled for. Like something that crazy. Um, Made so, so yeah, look, Snoop, to me, to me, it's Snoop dog and atomic dog. <laughs> it's like, if I just got those two together, oh. I feel like we'd be in heaven. Lyrical genius. You yeah. can throw in triumph for, for a little uh, comedy. Yeah. 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 Cause I think, I, I think he's, he's a clever, clever canine. I can <laughs> yeah. tell you that much. Uh, this is a great one. Uh, Tracy Root at Trey Fabe on oh, social media. You know media. who Tracy Root is? I do. Tell them. She's the Blue Meanie's wife. She's Mrs. Meanie. That's Miss right. Miss Meanie. She's uh, Miss Meanie, dog. Always good to hear from them. Yeah, so um, cool. Such a great couple. Brian and Tracy. Great. See? How about that? See? See what I mean? Uh, she says, what are your favorite restaurants or places to visit when you're in a certain state or area? Do you have any road traditions and rituals and she said i invite the casio kid to answer too so i will give one answer look i always love to go to a great steakhouse uh chicago always has a great i forget the name of it but there's a great steakhouse i love to go to great steakhouses but my the one is the funnest is uh portland oregon and voodoo donuts <clears throat> and we all there's lines always around the corner but we would send a runner like when i was the lead rider of smackdown we sent a runner uh to pick up 199 dollars bought a, a four-foot coffin filled with uh a variety of donuts <laughs> and so it's literally probably 60 donuts you know what i mean and and uh and it was 200 bucks and i said i told i told the production excuse me, uh, team that we needed it for the show for the, for, for, uh, for, for SmackDown. Yeah. We we're going to use it on SmackDown and truth be told, we just had it delivered to the writer's room and we all <laughs> ate crazy donuts all day. Um, but then we did keep the four foot. This is a great part of the story because this is, think about this. This is also right about the time we did the WLC match. If you remember that one, and if you don't, we should do a whole dead gum episode on the WLC match. Um, and then uh, we saved the four foot coffin because we wanted to do a uh, coffin casket match with Hornswoggle and uh, El Torito. And so, so, so we saved the little coffin that we were going to use, and it never worked out. Where is it? I have no idea. I have no idea where it's at now, but it was on the truck for a while because we kept going like, but <laughs> Dylan wouldn't fit in the coffin. Shout out to Swag, Dylan. I love you. Oh, dude, that match. Go back and watch the WLC match. I don't even know when it happened or where. It was on a on a pre-show of a pay-per-view. Probably TLC. I'm so stupid. Um, but but it probably or I don't know, it might not be that. Um, but it was called a WLC match. 
Look, you probably couldn't even do that today, and I'm probably being offensive right now, but it's my we, unconscious you know the bias. Involved. I know one of the guys. You know both guys involved. Yeah, we? yeah, yeah. yeah. They're I mean, down for it. Yeah, and they did it too. Went through tables and everything. It was awesome. Uh, KJ Roscoe1118 says, Dog, who's your favorite person to work with right now? Maybe not as much professionally, but laughs and inside jokes, all the good stuff. I did not throw that picture up. That was our producer. And, and why is it Cassie? Nothing. By the way, my nickname on Twitter is KJ Roscoe. I just wanted to get a plug in. No. Uh, when you when you're going to work, when you're going to the E, who's your uh, who's your most it's, fun to work with? It, it's not going to be sexy because it's just me and my team right now. But but uh, two guys that you've probably never heard of: Ryan Maloney and Chad Barbash. Uh, just, just such great guys and a great team and I can be me and they can be them and we can do positive work together, but we can also have a good time and they, they, uh, keep me in check and, 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 uh, and they make me look good, man. So I have a great time, honestly, a really good time. Ryan Maloney was a stand up comedian. Uh, nice. And so he's he's such a funny guy uh, on so many different levels. Like his every email's like a shtick, and every you know what I mean. And it's just and he's legitimately hilarious. And uh, and so yeah, I, I really enjoy working with him. But look, I, I'm gonna get to here in a moment uh, some things I'm thankful for, and, and one of the things there is some people I get to work with too. You know. Yep, we are still gonna do our new uh, segment that we uh, started a few weeks ago, which was. Uh, a little thankful minute where we yep, put 60 seconds on the clock and we, instead of doing, spewing all the hate these days and divisiveness, we give a little something we're thankful for. Let's get yep. through some more of these. Kevin, MHKM1000 on Twitter, says, what inspired you to use the pump handle drop as a finisher? I, you know what? I don't even know, to tell you the truth. And I wish I hadn't have. Uh, uh, one, because I never got to use it because I always got beat. Uh, but two, uh, like you, I couldn't hit it on bigger people. Like It was just such a hard right. thing to do. Um, if the person doesn't really help you, you're not getting them too far if you ain't strong. Like I've seen Rhea Ripley do hers, and she can get people way up in the air. She goes down to her knees. I used to try to go out to my belly just because I couldn't get them up as high. So with bellying out with them, I at least felt like there was a big, bigger impact. Um, but yeah, I kind of wish, wish I had a different one. Uh, I wish I had one like the stunner or the, uh, you know what I mean? Somewhere yeah. you just, you just grab a guy and sit down kind of, and that, that beats them. Let them do the work too. Yeah. You sell it. Just sell it. I'm out. Uh, the midnight wolf man, JP parasite. Oh, you did. JP says, uh, he, now I'm going to preface this. He's from San Antonio. Okay. And he asked, Dog, what's your favorite city in Texas? Hmm. I gave you the uh, hey, info. And, and no, I know. I know you did, but I really could, wanted to be honest. Yes, so what I'm gonna, saying. You could answer political or you could give them a shoot. I, well, I think I'm going to do both, to be quite honest with you. And it's it's San Antonio. Okay. And I'll tell you why. I think it's uh, I, I think Austin might be a little too weird for me. Dallas <laughs> is the biggest dead gum city I've ever seen in my life. It takes you an hour and a half to get to the next gate in the airport, like J- Jiminy Christmas. And so Houston is cool, too, but it's a big city, too. I, I, San Antonio's really cool with a laid-back vibe. And, I mean, it's got that big city appeal where you would go to take your business there. Um, um, but, but I don't know, San Antonio, man, it's cool. It's also where the Alamo is. I've never been to, uh, San Antonio. I've been to most of the other ones you said, if not all, but, um, 
they seem like a very smart wrestling crowd too. For, oh yeah, for, for, for sure. They, yeah, San Antonio is. We've been there. Look, and that's where Sean's from. And so you know what I mean. Like it's a, it's a it's a wrestling town. And and like I said, it's not. It ain't Dallas. I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't Dallas. Uh, Pat Main seven thirty one says, "Were you fed the line puppies to Deborah?" Or was that something you came up with on your own? <laughs> so, so I came up with the line, but look, there was a lot of, there was a lot of talk and I still don't really know the truth about who said it first, me or Jim or, uh, or, uh, King. And so I, I honestly don't know, um, if he got the word from me or I got the word from him or vice versa. Uh, but it's worth looking up. And so I'll ask you a question, skanks, Uh-oh. uh, who did say puppies first. And I think we should go back through the annals or annals. Uh, it depends on how you're, how you're looking at this, um, and see who said it first, me or Jerry, the King Lawler, which Ooh. one of us scumbags said it first. Is that a thing? I think so. I'm not even sure. I may have just made that up too, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> totally could have just made that up. But now it's a thing because I made a thing up. Yeah, I like it. Uh, <laughs> and our last one before we get out of here, dog. Oh, Lord. Outlaw Corey James. I love Hit us him. up at You Didn't Know Pod. Who would win in a promo battle between you and CM Punk? And why would it be you? Because I'm quicker witted than he is. Uh. <laughs> That's why. That's why it would be me. Because I can react off of what he says in a quicker and more spiteful or comedic way. How about that? Yeah. How about what's go. wrong with that? Nothing. Not a dang thing. You're just telling truth? That's all I'm doing out here showboating. Uh, and uh, last but not least, before we get out of here, he said, uh, one time, will you end the show? Not this one. <laughs> Will you end the show? Can you do the whole ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls stick and have old tater boy do the one Billy gun line. I love doing it along with you. Hashtag. How about this hashtag skank life? And he spelled it L Y F. That's Ooh. the greatest, greatest. Can we, can we get that on a shirt? <laughs> hashtag skank life. Hey, ask go outlaw Corey James. If he minds, we put that on a shirt. <laughs> I give you a $5. I'll sign a picture or something for you. You give us hey, permission. Hey, if we get that made up, we'll send him one. Fair yeah, deal? Dang right. Dang right. Dang right. Fair deal. We'll get the shirt. Skank life. Um, all that's right. awesome. Uh, that's a good deal. That's yeah, that's ingenuity. Right all right, before we get out of here, uh, dog, we do want to take our thankful minute where we spread the positive news, Amen. not just the negative that's going around in the world. And so, dog, we're going to put 60 seconds on the clock, and you start us off. Tell us what you are thankful for, sir. So I, I touched. Oh God! Oh God! Okay, that's oh, too loud. So in. I touched on it. I touched on it earlier, but it's it's the friend, friends, uh, good friends, friends that are important to you, friends that have been through in your life in meaningful times. Like I got an opportunity this past a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago, whenever this airs to, to hang out with my friends there, uh, on Monday night, raw 30th anniversary. And just don't take for granted your friends and people that care about you. I remember when, when Kevin said the sarcastic thing on the, on the podcast was I reached out to some of my friends there to make sure he was all right. And they reached out to him and it's a, just, just make sure the people that you care about, know you care about them and check on them every now and then, man. Uh, to, so many things can go wrong in this world. Family's kind of sometimes all you got. Um, so don't, I don't know, don't let them, don't let them, uh, don't become complacent. You know what I mean? Keep nourishing those relationships. 
How about it? There we go, man. Thank I dog. Thank you for your time. Thank you for that. Fans, thank y'all. Skank life. Yeah. We Skank life. You, uh, <laughs> Skank life. Appreciate you I running with us. Uh, we thank you because look, it's like literally, this show would not have happened without the listeners and the viewers. Uh, <laughs> it'd be a long, that's a weird hour and a half. <laughs> just me and you talking about there. things we don't eat at Taco yeah, Bell anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it'd be a lot of food talk if me and you had to fill an hour and a half. Uh, so oh, thank Lord. you. I we appreciate it. Yeah, it. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Before you get out of here, uh, the littlest thing you can do for our podcast is make sure you subscribe wherever you're consuming it. Make sure you leave us feedback. Make sure you give us five stars if it's got that. Wherever it is, just give us feedback. Interact with us. We want to hear from you. We want to make this show your show, okay? Amen. Whatever you like, we'll do it more. Whatever you don't like, we'll do it less. We want this to be a fun ride for all of us. Me, I can speak for myself. I think I'm speaking for you, dog. Yep. We're having a blast doing this. And Amen. That's why we're doing it. Literally, we're only having a blast. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Oh. And one of them blueberry blasts from <laughs> <Yeah>. Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, and and a beard trimmer from Manscaped. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got, but we appreciate it. Like, subscribe, follow us at You Didn't Know Pod. He's at Brian R.D. James. I'm at The Casio Kid. Watch us on YouTube, bagofjohnsons.com. <laughs> if you're very professional, you can go to the YouTube handle at D-O-G-G, but that'll get you there to the YouTube where we're trying to do weekly or as much much as possible, a YTX YouTube exclusive. Amen. Uh, and if you missed it, we just did one recapping Raw XXX last week. So you can check that yep. out as well. And like we mentioned, coming up in a couple weeks, we've got Mojo Raleigh as a oh, guest on I'm the Mr. show. Mojo Raleigh. Mojo so, Raleigh. You know he's bringing the hype, son. Oh, he's bringing it. He, he is bringing, bringing it. Hype. We're going to have a fun time chatting with him. Thanks everybody for myself for Road Dog. Had a blast. Always a fun one to talk to you and interact with your questions. And if you didn't have fun listening and watching, we got two words for you. Suck it. <laughs>